From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Joining us now is Tristan Pascal, a first quantum CEO. He joins Guy in the London studio. Tristan, it's really good to speak with you. What is the update on the closure of the mine in terms of your efforts to try and convince Panama to let you reopen it? Hi, Alex. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Look, we're going through that, and the Supreme Court decision came out only very recently. Uh, from here, our focus is on the near term, and really that's around the welfare of our employees, and they'd certainly be affected by this, uh, but also around in the environmental realities of a of a closure that's happened so quickly. And there's a lot of questions that are unanswered about that, and we're seeking that conversation with government. We want to be part of that solution, Yep. but um, that's emerging, and we're in conversation at the moment. If I'm an investor, what are you telling me? Guy, we focus on that new-term resolution at the moment around uh, how we resolve this in terms of the near-term impacts on environment, uh, the, the welfare of employees, and over the longer term, our commitment to Panama is absolute. We've put $10 billion yeah. uh, into the asset in the country, yeah. and our commitment is, is absolute. So are you looking at things like... Higher, higher royalties or tax regimes? Like, you're going to the government being like, look, we will give you a super big cut of this mine because the country is going to be losing a lot of revenue from this. Are you making some offers along these lines that can help move uh, the process along? Alex, we've recently heard from government just in the last 24 hours in terms of putting in place a framework uh, of conversation dealing with the, the immediate issues around uh, the, the, the forced stop and closure, the environmental uh, and the, the employee issues. I think over the long term, we've just been in a resolution period. We took two years to negotiate a new contract that did include uh, higher revenues for government. Uh, but where to from here uh, will come through, I think, in the government's framework about the next conversation. Do you think a different owner would have a different result with this government? So, Guy, we're committed to the project. Um, a lot of the questions around uh, the future of Cobra Panama are, are, are not unique to First Quantum. They result right. on, um, you know, there's been a moratorium put on mining in the country overall. So mm -hmm. how does that resolve? Uh, and that clarity needs to come to bear. Uh, and again, we focus on these immediate issues around employees, security on the site, uh, and the environment, because those do need to be addressed. Uh, even if we go down that pathway over the longer term in Panama. Tristan, no matter what, this is going to take a while. So are you going to have to divert funding or pull funding from other projects as you manage this? So, Alex, yeah, I mean, the situation is we have strong liquidity. We, we came out at the back end of Q3 with around $2.3 billion in liquidity going into this situation. And uh, that sets it up well in the short and medium term. We will come back uh, in the new term, early in the new year, around the plan from here, what that looks like in terms of uh, a balance sheet. Part of that will be around our other projects, but we, we're focused on Zambia. Zambia is a, a, a great place to be, and we 
investing at Consanti in renewing another 20 years of that asset as a world-class asset. That capital project is part of the explanations we'll provide uh, early in the new year around our capital expenditure there. Did this come as a surprise? Uh, so there have been a lot of protests in Panama. Sure. Last yep. year that was around pharmaceuticals and the price of medicine and this year it's been around mining. Uh, the relief valve for that was the Supreme Court decision, I think. Uh, we knew that the relief valve would have uh, a degree around unconstitutionality and that would be the ruling, but the degree to, to which Panama has gone to in this ruling uh, was a surprise. Um, you know, from here, how that's resolved, yeah. because it throws up a whole lot of questions. Mm -hmm. uh, we acknowledge the, the court ruling, but the questions are there around, well, what happens right now? To close a mine in a day is, uh, you know, it has never been attempted. It's a very challenging situation at the moment. Kristen, I appreciate that you're going to update the market on your CapEx and that you did have a lot of cash or do have a lot of cash in your balance sheet. Um, but your credit rating has been cut by multiple agencies. Uh, you are there on credit negative uh, watch. Um, your stock price has fallen 60% since all this happened because how do you raise money though? Like what is your cost of capital going to be if you need to go back to the market? Sure, Alex. We're looking through all those options and as I said, uh, coming out in, in January, we'll, we'll put together that plan uh, and you know that will cover all of those areas um, and we'll come back and, and explain that um, early in the new year. I asked the question earlier on about, uh, about whether or not another owner would have a different result. Have you had discussions with other big mining groups? I, Alex brings up the issue of liquidity and the issue of financing going forward. Is anybody reaching out to you? Are you reaching out to anybody else, talking to Barrick, talking to anybody else about, about a potential kind of future that could involve them in this project or your assets with them? I'm just kind of wondering if, if there are any intra-industry conversations happening with you and, uh, you and others. Yeah, Guy, it's an evolving situation. We don't comment on speculation as a rule. We, we haven't in yep. the past and we're not commenting on that speculation now. What we're focused on is, is working through these challenges uh, and around the, the immediate concerns we have environments and uh, the employees. Do you think you're big enough to, to manage the situation on your own? So we, we don't comment around the speculation of that or what that could look like. We, yep. we, we're a growth company. Uh, our DNA yep. is around project execution and we have in the portfolio a lot of opportunity to continue to grow. So that is in partnership um, with other mining companies. So we, with Rio Tinto in Peru at yep. the La Granja. And you know, that points to what I think is important in the future is, is partnership. Uh, La Granja is a great asset in Peru, one of the world's uh, largest undeveloped copper projects. We're not in a capital intensive phase. Uh, it's really around study uh, to mm -hmm. get to the right point in time where we could make a decision to proceed. Um, but that's a, an example of partnerships yep. that we are deploying in our capabilities in terms of, of project execution. Um, are you guys talking about selling assets, renegotiating the terms of your loans? Like, is, are, are these all the conversations that you're having right now? Alex, as I said, we, we'll come back to the market early in the new year, but we're looking across the board at, at options around that. Uh, and, and how we will we'll put all of that in a fulsome um, uh, plan for uh, the resolution of the balance sheet and going forward and, and also how we continue to invest in Zambia, which is a yeah. you know, great, uh, great place to be working at the moment and, and really underlines a lot of uh, what our capabilities have been and continue to be. How well supplied do you think the copper market is going to be next year? Yeah, that's an interesting question, Guy. I think we've seen quite a lot of copper come off in the market. Some yeah. 600,000 tonnes has come out of the forecast 
forecast for next year. And you know, previously we were looking at probably surpluses next year, um, but it's a fluid market. The challenges across the industry around geopolitics of bringing new projects into beds remain challenging. As project execution people, we see it's taking longer and longer to develop that. You know, part of that is all grades declining, uh, and that means you need more capital and so on to build these big projects, such as Cobra Panama. And then the you know, high standards in environment and, and community, which is really important, and we want to play at those levels, but it yeah. takes time to develop that. And that just means new projects take longer to come on board on stream. Communication is really important. It's really good to see you doing it. Thanks for stopping by to talk to us and figure out what is, what is happening here. We'll look forward to the further updates. Have a great holiday. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.